Hey everybody, this is part two of this week's episode where we interviewed Gary of the ODU Marnarchist uh, podcast. It was a lot of fun. Hopefully you enjoy it. Let us know what you think, and we'll talk to you again next week. Welcome back, everyone. We are here with uh, Kyle. Kai, sorry, I messed it up. I clarified at the beginning. I messed it up immediately. <laughs> Kai Millette of uh, the Al Chat podcast. Talk a little bit about the uh, the game Panthers have uh, at Kennesaw uh, State this Saturday. Uh, thanks for joining us, Kai. Appreciate, for, appreciate you being here. Thank you guys so much for having me on. Um, you know, we do something similar. So um, always for, uh, you know, joining things like this. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, it's fun to get a chance. Uh, we that's something we've tried to do with most opponents this season, at least during uh, during football. A little bit more difficult during basketball, but we like to talk to the opposing fan base podcast and kind of get their feel for everything. It's way better than talking to like beat writers or actual like school admin or coaches and stuff. But coaches are fun. But yeah, this is more fun for us. So uh, you know, something that's interesting to me is I uh, went back to Georgia State's page today, preparing for this to look and see like when the last time we played and what the overall record was. And Georgia State's website does not have us ever having played uh kennesaw state and then in basketball and then so i went back to their actual like their media guide yeah it's happened three times i think before well probably before you were born kai but i think before ryan was born back in the 80s is the last wow. time that you're 85 I'm, I'm at 85 okay when they just started they started because of you and they stopped because of you 86 oh, 88 great. and 89 <laughs> nice. all three all three were panther wins all three were in um in atlanta so um I, I was just surprised. I, I know we haven't played you in a long time since, since I've been paying attention to the program, but it was shocking to me that we have not played. Apparently, there's been some secret scrimmages here and there over the years. But uh, uh, what's your is this is this a game you like, you like to see regularly on the rotation? I would love to see it. You know, um, happen more often in every sport. Um, you know, it's it's a rivalry that I've selfishly wanted to you know grow <laughs> and exist um, just because of the proximity and you know. Um, I think that Georgia State and Kennesaw State are kind of both attractive to the same type of high school student coming out, you know, um, and that should create tension. So I would love to play you guys more often. Um, hopefully it starts happening more with the move up to Conference USA now that, you know, the playing field's more level and, you know, we can play each other in football without it being a bye game. And, you know, basketball, that gap is going to be smaller between A-Sun and Conference USA and Sun Belt, whatever. But still, you know. Um, it's an excuse to play more. I, I would love to see more of it in the future. Like I said, um, I've got friends and family who have attended GSU. So um, any any rivalry or hatred is more of a, you know, familial, um, friendly rivalry thing for me. So, um, yeah, it's all love. Yeah, I feel like, uh, you know, especially uh, freshmen, sophomores in college, you know, the kids they went to high school with, a lot of them, if they went to Georgia State, if, they, if they're at Georgia State, a lot of their friends from high school went to Kennesaw State and, and vice versa there. So it is kind of a, a built-in, you know, a little rivalry for how close the, the schools are when we are playing. It's an easy drive. There's no easy drive in Atlanta, but it's a drive. 75 is uh, not that bad. 20 minutes, no matter where you're going, right? 75 is <laughs> not, not that bad. Too bad. So it is kind of a built-in thing. I, I think it would definitely, at minimum, I think that the Olympic sports would benefit quite a bit from the Owls and the Panthers playing quite a bit. Um, but uh, the football thing, we'll have to see how that that comes to play. You guys played us too tough there in that first game. We don't want to see that happen anymore. So. <laughs> I haven't really seen a lot of um like rivalry talk, like like kind of like smack talk, you know. I haven't seen a lot of a lot of that going on like we have with um maybe other programs in the state. Um if we can even call them that, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm referring to the trash down south. <laughs> yeah, what is um, that? Guys, I'm going to interrupt you, Ryan, for a second. Yeah, uh, what, is, what is the Kennesaw State take on? Uh, we call them the Trash Down South. We don't have enough respect for them to call, call them by what they call themselves. College uh, of Statesboro. Yeah, the Statesboro School, uh, post high school education. 
So of the Division One schools in the state of Georgia, um, the one I am the proudest to say I don't attend is Georgia Southern. So uh, there right. you go. Uh, you <laughs> like that right there. You can yeah. change it to the trash though. Just trash yeah. down south. It's yeah. fine. Yeah, and actually, I mean, you guys just schooled him in basketball uh, just a, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, big big win over there. I should say. You beat them greatly. I wouldn't call it a big win because they're, as of right now, they're zero and seven. They just lost to Michigan State again. So I think they're like one of ten D one teams currently still without a win. Um, and I, I was looking at their uh, their schedule, and they could easily go zero and eleven uh, this season with the opponents they have. So uh, wow. it couldn't happen to a better fan base. I'm I'm excited about it, <laughs> Brian. I, I probably just took exactly what you were asking, but do you want to finish your question? I wasn't asking. I was just I was just talking. Okay, cool. Do you want to finish talking? No, I'm good. You good, finished good, it for good. me. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, Tim, Thanks, you got a question the game? Tim, you got a question about the game this week or anything? The game this week? I mean, I, you know, obviously last year you guys had a fantastic record, you know, what, 26 and nine, went to the NCAA tournament, had a really close game with Xavier. What do you think is going to happen with this year's edition of the Owls? Um, so I think that top to bottom, um, Kennesaw State has a top three most talented roster in conference this year again. Um, whether or not anything comes of it in 2023 to 2024, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, there have already been some obvious growing pains. I mean, the, uh, the big thing for us was returning, uh, point guard, uh, Terrell Burden and, um, big man forward, Demond Robinson, um, as fifth year seniors, you know, those were two of our four, three, four best players last year. And, you know, they, uh, they came back for their fifth season. Um, but what we're running into now is, um, you know, the offense is no longer schemed up for him. So Demond Robinson, who I think was like one of 17 from three last year, um, is now putting up the ball, you know, five times a game from deep and it's not working. It's really ugly. Um, and then Terrell, who, you know, needs the ball in his hands, is playing more off the ball and um, has been a bit more of a spot up shooter. But I think part of that was, you know, his health was questionable the first couple of games of the year. Um, so it's there's a lot of figuring out to do. And I am not confident in saying, you know, how we're going to finish this year in conference or what it's going to look like. I wouldn't predict this um, as of right now to go back to the tournament or win it all again. Mm -hmm. um, I am optimistic about the future in general. I think we have the right guy um, as our head coach. I'm a big fan of Antoine Petway and uh, I see the vision. I see the type of players he's getting. We're going to be huge um, two through four and hopefully one through five going forward. So uh, excited about the future. Yes. Um, this year, I'll say cautiously optimistic. All right. What, what does that bode for our, our game on Saturday? What are you thinking? What's going to happen? So I don't know a ton about state. Um, I we know don't either. Are, I know We're you guys brand are brand new this year. We don't either. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know you guys are players three and three. Um, obviously, mm -hmm. uh, I, I used to follow y'all quite a bit more during the, the Ron Hunter years and, you know, the, um, the more recent years, because you guys were kind of carrying the torch for the state of Georgia and basketball, you know, like yep. tech's been abysmal. UGA is probably the biggest waste of resources in sports um, <laughs> when it comes to their men's <laughs> basketball program. Um, you know, Mercer had their run like 10 years ago, whatever. And until last year, Kennesaw State was terrible. Um, so, you know, it, it seems like maybe you, please correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe your head coaching higher luck has run out with this uh, Jonas Hayes guy. I don't know a ton about him, but. Um, yeah, seems like it's a rebuild at best. Yeah, he uh, first year, first year ever head coach last year. There's definitely growing pains when it comes to that uh, uh, complete roster. I mean, we had pretty much a new roster last year, and then a complete overhaul with the exception of one or two guys this year. No, no, and, no it's uh, not. It's this year is all Jonas Hayes players. 
Right. Oh, yes. Yeah, right. But I'm saying, but like, but yeah. Dwan Odom's back. Like, so we actually do have. Oh, yeah. But it's just, it's just weird for a year two head coach to have a, a full like roster that is their, their roster. Right. So you he's, say three years he's accelerated that a little bit. You say it takes three <laughs> years for a head coach to, uh, to kind of get their, their players in place and everything, but he did it in, into. So we have, uh, we've seen, uh, we've looked better at times this year than last year, but then we still can't pull out the, the wins that we think we should, uh, like the, uh, the game at Charlotte. Um, last week uh but espn has given you guys like a 65 percent chance of beating us um so oh we're the underdog we are we are the underdog oh great yeah i think um (laughs) oh well one thing is also you know it being in kennesaw i think we are 16 and one over the last um year and change now at home all right so Um, easy to beat i like it (laughs) (laughs) yeah no it's uh (laughs) <laughs> I, I think it's going to be a really, really good college basketball atmosphere on Saturday because um, I'm sure GSU will bring their people up. Um, you know, the students are going to buy in. We've had great student turnout all year. Um, it's going to be exciting. Uh, I, I would give us the edge because we're at home, but I, I'm not confident enough after our loss to FIU the other day um, to just go out and predict a win. Um, but I, I would give us a slight edge, um, us being you know, right. KSU. Yeah, basketball is crazy, you know? Like, you can have the best team on earth, and, and you just have, like, a, a bad day for one player or something, and all of a sudden the whole thing just falls apart. <laughs> it's nuts. So, so uh, you talk about the attendance a little bit. What is, what is like, the attendance like at Kennesaw State Games? You guys drawing a big crowd out there? How many people are coming out to see the games? So I went to every home game but one last year, uh, and the one was Georgia College over Christmas break, and there were, like, oh, 40 yeah. people there. Um, but it, it was – I mean, traditionally, it's terrible, you know, um, until last year, nobody showed up ever, um, unless you go way back 10 years ago. Um, and you've got like, you know, the few years following the D2 national title, and there was still some buzz around the program. And then, you know, we had like a legit rivalry with Mercer and, you know, their people would come in and our people would come in and we'd fill the place up. But um, the past decade or so, it had been pretty terrible um, until last year. And then it's like every game, um, as we keep winning and winning and winning, you see more and more people in the stands every night. And it was really cool. Um, and it's like, you know, for the longest time, we wouldn't open up our top level. There would be a tarp, you know, there and we could only fit like 1800 people or so in there and mm-hmm. we couldn't fill that up. Um, and then it's like, OK, well, one night we open up, you know, one side of the top level and then, you know, we fill that up. And then um, the next night, you know, we're playing Liberty and we have 3000 people show up or 3800 people show up or whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. We we were lucky <laughs> enough to beat them twice at home. Good, um, good. But yeah. Uh, I think that was something we were all kind of questioning coming into this year, what the attendance would look like. And then it's like, you know, opening night, we play um, Oakwood University, which is some NAIA school out in Alabama. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you have a banner hanging ceremony and all that, which was kind of lame for what it was. But, you know, understandably, you have some people show up. Um, I think it was like 2,200 to 2,500, somewhere in that range, which was like top 10 ever for us. Um, and then I was impressed, uh, the last time we played at home, which was against another NAIA, NAIA opponent. Um, and nobody was expecting anybody to show up and we had 2000 plus show up again. So, uh, that was really encouraging for us. Um, but what is the capacity? What is the capacity of the convocation center? So this is a bit controversial, like all of our facilities. Um, I think (laughs) our posted, our posted record is, um, well over 4,000. Um, we had 4,000 people show up, um, to a game against Mercer like 10 years ago. Um, we get it too, though. And they also, yeah. the announced thing is like sold tickets or something or handed out tickets. Right. Like, And so right. they play some games with that stuff. Sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. And because we, we got it too. The same thing. We, we have like sellout crowds and we're like, half the place is empty. What are you talking about? A sellout. 
Right, right, right. And then it's like <laughs> last year, last year, you know, in the uh, conference championship game against Liberty, um, with you know, like two TV timeouts remaining, the uh, the SID, our SID, you know, I won't drop his name um, because I want him to be nice to me, but uh, he comes by the media <laughs> table and gives us all like a just a white sheet of paper and it says Kennesaw State new attendance record, uh, thirty eight hundred um, and five. And I'm sitting right next to Jeff Schultz from The Athletic, right? Because he decided yeah. to show up. Um, and everybody there at the table falsely reports that we broke the attendance record. And then, you know, five minutes later on Twitter, um, my partner, John, um, points out, he's like, yeah, this is not true at all. <laughs> so <laughs> it's I, just I information. See, right. I didn't see an empty seat there that day. Um, so I couldn't tell you it's somewhere between 3,800 and 4,500, um, probably okay. closer to 38. So. Well, the same thing that we had at the sports arena before the the, the new place. So, um, yeah. So finishing out your last year at Atlantic Sun, are they gonna they do anything to keep you out of the conference tournament or anything this year, or do you guys get to play through not doing that kind of stuff? No, um, they've given uh, they gave Liberty the shaft in baseball and just gave them the worst possible schedule last year. Good, they um, deserve it. Yeah, <laughs> but um, well, there's like one team that I would root for a TDS against, and it's Liberty. So, oh, hush your mouth now, Ryan. No, hush I would, I would, I would. I'm sorry. Mm. I didn't realize that we shared that hatred because this is, yeah. uh, you know, kind of a new thing for us. Because they were nine and zero against us in basketball until last year. And oh boy, by the skin of our teeth twice. But you know, you go back to the Big South days in football, and we were beating Malik Willis, you know, with triple options. So, you know, we 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 share that with you guys. I have oh, written yeah, one. No I've written one letter. Programs. I've written one letter to our president, and it was, "Do not let Liberty into the Sun Belt." Oh. <laughs> it's the only. It's the only thing I've ever sent to our president. Did you say please? Well, well, you, have, you have the power, Ryan. Why, why don't you send him something about Coach Elliott or? Uh, I gave him a, I gave him a bunch of like reasons. That. You know, I, I, it was a manifesto about anti-Liberty. Okay, nonsense. But yeah, it clearly works. So good job. Yeah, I mean, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, to my knowledge, there's been, you know, no scheduling, you know, unbalance or trying to keep us out of any conference tournament. If anything, there's like a little bit less um, just promotion and propaganda from, you know, the ASUN Twitter and Instagram accounts. Um, right. but that's to be expected. You know, we're we're leaving them behind in the dust. I don't think we really care. So. Well was uh that something that uh you guys saw really coming like you know there there had been i know there have been some rumors about Kennesaw state making the jump to conference usa but it seemed like even when it did come out it, it was a it was a shock to everyone like oh wow already they're doing it now yeah i mean there were rumors um for a few months um before the announcement was made um i wasn't super in touch with it uh, my partner was definitely more on top of it but you know didn't want to break anything because you know if you break that and say that's going to happen then it doesn't it looks really bad um <laughs> but as as time progressed um it began to make more and more sense i i don't know if we had any knowledge of the uh, rule change i don't know if you guys heard but the transition fee from fcs to fbs went from five thousand dollars to five million dollars yeah um and knowing the stinginess of our you know athletic department at times um, I don't know if we would have made that same commitment. Um, so it kind of just felt like a now or never type of thing, especially with the current landscape of college football. Um, and we did it, you know, it, as a football move, because at the time the basketball program was still an afterthought. Um, mm, right. So it was a football move because we had been one of the best teams in FCS football for, you know, seven or eight years at that point. And it's like, okay, well, if oh, we want to hear that from you guys too, my God. <laughs> I mean, hey, best winning percentage in FCS history. We're a tick above Harvard. So we, uh, we leave with that. 
Um, but yeah, it was, uh, like I said, as time progressed, it began to make more and more sense. Um, we're still a little bit intimidated, especially after how this last football season went. Um, you know, offense needs an entire overhaul. Um, facilities are questionable in every sport. Um, but yeah, I don't know if it was that shocking. Um, I think we're all glad we did it. Uh, but excited to see how it plays out over the next couple of years. So like overall though, with CUSA, how are you, how are you feeling? Just like generally positives, negatives, neutral, whatever, just like your thoughts on the CUSA right now we're we're in. So, uh, as a student, I couldn't be more excited to be able to walk 200 feet away from my apartment and go to a football game on a Wednesday night against, (laughs) you know, a Jacksonville state or a Liberty. Like that's going to be awesome. Um, I think TV money is huge. You know, we're going to have games on ESPN. Um, which is, you know, not something we got or CBS sports network, you know, I think the, the TV deals with both of those networks, but, um, so from a revenue standpoint, I think it's great. Um, like I said, it was definitely a football move and with the the current state of the football program, it's probably going to take a year or two to be, um, really competitive. Um, and that's something we're used to, um, as KSU fans, you know, we've only had two losing seasons ever. Um, we're not used to not competing. Um, so that's been a tough pill to swallow for us. Um, but you never get used to not competing. I, I can, I can tell you from experience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Never no, get it, used to it ever. Right. Right. It sucks. <laughs> and it's, it, it, it was so weird because this last year, you know, all of our football fans, uh, nobody knew what it was like to lose, you know, cause we've only been around for a decade. Um, and it's been a whole lot of winning, you know, no, no national titles. We've had a couple deep, you know, FCS playoff runs, but it's been all nine win, eight win, 10 win seasons, you know? And then with basketball, it's like, well, nobody knew what it was like to win. So, you know, we've got a high school last student section holding up, you know, pictures of coaches with DUIs and, you know, we've got people wearing <laughs> banana suits and stuff. So <laughs> it was, it was a very interesting contrast. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, looking at your uh, your football schedule from this past season, I didn't really pay much attention to it. You guys only played eight games, nine, nine games, games? Nine, nine games. What the hell's going on only, there? Only only six uh, Division One opponents. Um, so we basically got the boot um, from the A Sun in football. Okay. Um, so, and you know, by the time the decision was made, um, we didn't really have a schedule together, so we kind of had to, you know grab what we had uh, and it led to some very interesting discussions. We played three teams that weren't D1. Um, we played Tusculum to open the season and they're like a solid D2 program, which, you know, I don't like playing those games, but that's not that weird for an FCS school to play a D2 program. Sure. Um, yeah. And then we played Lincoln university, which is a school out in Oakland that doesn't pay their head coach. Um, their head coach is their athletic director. Um, they only they play road games. Here? They don't have a uniform sponsor. They've won two oh, games in their country. They're like yeah. Bible college and basketball. Yeah, they, they all, all they got to do is pay them in pizzas and they're good to go. Practically, yeah. Um, you know, they flew. Um, wow. They didn't fly charter. They flew, com- flew commercial. Um, and then we played um, some like former seminary uh, in Lynchburg, Virginia Lynchburg. Um, and they had like 500 students. And they, Liberty? You know, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, no, it was like Liberty, we wanted Liberty Junior. It's like we wanted Liberty in the athletic department. Is like, sorry, best we can do is you know Virginia University Lynchburg. We have um, a we have a, a a little brother over here. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. So you know, it's like the Tusculum game. It was opening night, and there were fireworks, so people showed up. But the other two, I mean, it was like we wanted to ignore that those games were happening. It was. A, it was, was your three wins though. Was, you needed yeah, all you three can, of your wins. So you guys were <laughs> essentially um, independent for a season. 
that is exactly we were listed as an FCS independent, um, huh, but we were ineligible for the FCS playoffs. And did they did they boot you because you were moving up or? I'll be honest. I'm not sure if it was our call or the ASUN's call because we're still in the ASUN and every other sport till yeah. I think June 2024. Um, but I know ASUN football um, with us leaving was down to like five teams. So I think they merged with um, the Western Athletic Conference. It's now the ASUN yeah. WAC. Um, and I guess, you know, we just weren't going to go along with that for the, the year. Um, sure. So I was just wondering because last year we touched on or last year last week we touched on um, how tough it is to be an independent in FBS FCS whatever like right. if you don't have like a ton of money you know or, right. or like the pedigree of a of a Notre Dame um, you know Liberty got away with it because they got a ton of money uh, sure. BYU gets away with it because they got a ton of money and then they sort of have the pedigree but not really they can pray about so, it too. but like you got to have one or the other or both. Right. <laughs> right, but like even those things changed. You know, Liberty had to, you know, hop on in the conference, and even BYU oh, yeah. eventually caved. You know, and is that's right. Joined, joined the Big Notre Twelve. Dame is a, with the ACC having their partnership thing. I mean, they even had trouble with it. Uh, yeah, Notre Dame just you know slaps around the ACC. You know, and yeah, sure, <laughs> uses them. Um, sure, yeah, yeah. If if I'm an ACC, you're on downtime. What do you yeah, want? Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. So I think eventually. Are... Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned uh, facilities as far as across the the board uh, earlier. Aren't y'all building some new football stadium or some new uh, athletics complex or something like that on the other side of the highway? Yeah. So there's a bunch of different projects. There was like a two hundred million dollar fundraising campaign, and they just kind of revealed it. Not all the money has been raised yet, but they feel confident that it will be, Um, and they've got a good chunk of it saved up, and that's going to go to um, a new football training facility, which was a really big need for us. Um, because previously, so our football stadium is off campus, right? Right. And to get from the training facility to the stadium, you got to get in your car and drive two miles down the road, right? We like everybody like- has to do that. <laughs> yeah. No, it like it doesn't work long term, right? Yeah. 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 And it was like, you know, it was like an office building. You know, it's I, from what I heard from uh, Nick Parada, who, um, you know, works with us on the podcast, who's a former player, like it's nice, but it's real small. Um, yeah. So that was a big point of emphasis. Um, they're basically, uh, they're not going to say they're building a new baseball stadium, but they're, you know, doing some crazy renovations. I think they're finally going to like flatten out the field because it's not, you know, perfectly level. Um, <laughs> That's interesting. So unique, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, there have been no updates so far on any sort of changes to the convocation center where we play basketball. Um, and it definitely does need touch-ups. I mean, like there are, a few seats whose you know the, the chairs are just broken off and we've got like these pads i don't know if any of y'all are going to the game but we've got these pads you know behind the baskets and they're just like uneven and crooked and it's like <laughs> it, it's frustrating it's like some of it's you know easy fixes um, and now's the time you know strike while the iron's yeah. hot while people are psyched about the program and right. you know before right. you have a if you have a bad season then right. the iron is not hot anymore so go fundraise you know right we don't right. know how to do fundraising so like <laughs> don't think this is like us telling y'all what to do or nothing like we're we're so bad at fundraising but yeah if you guys <laughs> accomplish it then we're gonna just, be pointing it we're gonna be pointing up the highway and be like do what they're doing i don't know what yeah, they're yeah. doing but do that thing <laughs> i was just gonna say send them down to our school for a hot second <laughs> say okay here's what you do to raise money and they gotta go to app state first before they can come to us because we don't allow anybody we don't hire anybody that hasn't spent at least some time in appalachian state <laughs> well you guys had uh P- so for football you guys had pj volker from our from our staff um yeah. which we we loved him while he was here and i'm sure he did a good job it was a linebackers coach here i think i'm pretty sure mm. I, and did he do he did the same at kennesaw i'm pretty sure right i believe so i think it would have been a little before my time oh okay um, yeah 
Yeah. So are they going to add any seating to the football stadium? I remember being at fifth third for a Lane United match and I got loge tickets, which were great because mm. it had your own beer line away mm. from everyone else. And only the people in loge got to get beer from there. Mm. But I got to imagine you could just take that away and add seats and add way more people. Well, it's a it's a great soccer venue, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, that's what it looks <laughs> like. Great... <laughs> um, it is a nice soccer venue. Y'all. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So this is something that, you know, um, we've been asked on our podcast over and over and over again is like, hey, any any updates on the stadium? Are we going to expand? And mm-hmm. recently we had um, Norman Rada, who's the guy who paid for the stadium um, to be built. Huge, you know, real estate mogul um, worth like one to two billion dollars. Um, and what he told us was, look, it's designed and the, the plumbing and the structure is everything is designed for it to expand to two hundred and twenty two thousand when the time is right. Um, unfortunately we can't fill it up as it is. I mean, we had to do all sorts of promotional things just to get 10,000 people in there for the opening game. And you Wait, know, you do? we don't do that. We don't do that either. Promotional things. We don't know what that is. <laughs> we did a money drop. Yeah. Well, 10 years ago before, before had football. Years. one time we, did it. Well, we, we might've done it twice. I think I right? twice. So what kind of promotions do you do? To get um so i mean easy stuff like fireworks and you know nice. t-shirt giveaways whatever whatever you know that's always a yeah. way to get a college student into the stadium um no but we we do this thing every year where uh like the entire freshman class can run out onto the field you know at halftime of the first game that's um, cool and so they filled up the entire back you know new student band section whatever they want to call it mm-hmm. um and you know that was probably 2000 people, um, which was a fifth of the people that showed up. And, you know, by the third quarter, um, most of them are gone. So that number is a little flubbed. Um, but also like it was tough this year to actually get people to come to the games when you're like, if you look into it, like it was a meaningless season, you know, there's, there's no postseason potential. Three of the teams we're playing, um, aren't D one. So, you know, it was, it was discouraging, but I think the uh, department actually did a really good job of you know, finding reasons to get people into the stands this year. Um, so, yeah. I know but one it's, game will be uh, absolutely packed next year. Yeah, which is... When you, uh, when you play our friend from the swamp. Uh, Louisiana Lafayette? Yeah. We just call them Lafayette around here. Or just Lafayette. <laughs> is, 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 there not, is there not another school um, that just goes by Lafayette? No. no. Oh, yeah. No. There's a, like, I think it's a HBCU or a uh, a smaller, it's a um, an FCS program or, or something like gotcha. that. Is it in Just Lafayette, Lafayette, Louisiana? No, it's at Kennesaw. They're they're going to come out to. Yeah, they scheduled a home and no, home. So I'm saying the, the school that we're talking about. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In Louisiana. Lafayette. It's in the same town. I don't know where it is. I, I couldn't tell you where it is. Right. I don't I, know. You know what? It's I in Lafayette. Was, Louisiana. I promise I was part of this conversation. You guys are weird. It's in Lafayette. Involved. Yeah. I can't no, imagine we, uh, Lafayette, Washington, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, if you if you uh, talk to uh, um, anybody from their from their podcast, the region review, tell them that they're a bunch of d holes. Well, wait, wait, <laughs> Lafayette's an American hero. All right, there's probably Lafayette's <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> That's like, about yeah, yeah. I'm kidding about region <laughs> review. They've actually been all right. They've actually been Jerry's all right. Jerry's all right. We like Jerry. Jerry's nice. Yeah. The one, yeah, the one, yeah. the one fan. Yeah, yeah. So you guys start start the season at San Antonio next to UTSA. Then you host Lafayette all the way out to San Jose. So you guys putting Short in some uh, mileage, some frequent fly- flyer miles in this first season. And San yeah, Antonio be- has been playing super well uh, as of the last couple of year, a uh, couple of years here. And uh, yeah, that, that's a that's a big game. We got like mm-hmm. American Sun Belt, 
Mountain West? Yeah, Mountain I don't West. know what San Jose is. Yeah, they'll, they'll probably be part of the pack 2.4 or whatever 2. it's going to be. 6.8. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pack two. Yeah. Um, so That's pretty a brutal schedule right there. Me mm-hmm. just being like a mid-major sports or mid-major college sports fan, you know, I like seeing the matchups. I like that we play San Jose State. Like that's random as hell. You know, sign me up. Um, that being said, uh, we've talked about this on our podcast. Like mm-hmm. these aren't buy games. I don't understand the benefit of us being in our transition phase still next year, you know, flying all the way out to San Jose State, um, you know, a team that's been pretty good over the last couple of years. I don't know how they ended up doing this year, but I know that program had like a pretty dramatic turnaround over the last half decade or so. We're you know, one against them. So mm. yeah, was that a curable? Bowl game. Yeah. 2017, 2016. I think I remember watching that game. Weren't they a uh, five-win team? They were five and seven. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, got, yeah. They, they got in because we needed an opponent. So they yeah, let yeah. them in, and they beat shush, us. Shush, Tim, shush. <laughs> that was a fun experience, though. So uh, speaking of bowl experience. games, uh, are you guys going to be a bunch of – so if you guys come out next season and you're kicking ass, are going to be a bunch of whiny bitches like JMU fans? Uh <laughs> <laughs> God, I hope not. I, I mean, like we we knew what we signed up for. Apparently, Jam, you didn't. You know, you you make an agreement, you stick to it. I, I didn't get it. I mean, like it was cool to see JMU start. I don't know. You know, I guess y'all aren't the biggest you know fans of the the JMU crowd, but it was like okay. I think the purple's nice. Yeah, yeah Ryan, Ryan's in love with purple because he's he's colorblind or something. They're no, so nice. I really am jackasses. I am hoping nice. that in the offseason, the NCAA does change that rule and does make does allow transition <laughs> teams to be bowl eligible and play for conference titles just to piss off the JMU fan. But they, we call him Jimmy. I call him Jimmy Madison uh, just to piss them off. So that, that would just and then, you know, you guys can be good and you can get that spot and uh, just rub it in their face. Maybe you can get that. Maybe get them in a bowl game and beat them. That'd be great. Yeah, that'd be sweet. There you uh, go. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, we'll, we'll let you get out of here. Uh, you asked if we were coming up to the game. I think that Ryan and I are both going to make an effort to come up to the game. Tim has hello uh, mushroom. What? What? Ryan really he wants knows, to go to mushroom because apparently it's I work at one in Georgia now. See, I see, know. I work. I work. Uh, I worked at two mellow mushrooms. I I'm completely serious. I was there an hour ago. I got see, off. You have the hair. Nice. They, so they think I'm. Jo- they right. think I'm joking about the mellow mushroom no. on Kansas State's campus, and I'm like, no, that's that's the spot. That's where we're gonna. So go. You have so the hair I, of a guy that works at Mellow Mushroom. Like true. you look like every guy that's ever I've ever seen work at Mellow Mushroom. So. <laughs> I, I have been told this more than a few times. Um, Ryan, I I hate to you know say this to you, but I wouldn't say it's on our campus because I worked at that Mellow for five months, and you know that's a. I don't know. That's a ten-minute walk. <laughs> oh, ten minutes! That's I mean, it, it's real close, but crazy, on campus, crazy. Yeah, yeah. It yeah well, what you consider campus. If that's all you, I was wrong about with everything I just said, then I'll take it. You're talking. <laughs> you're talking to people that people went to school downtown, where uh, you have five minutes between classes, and every building is 10, 50 minute walk away. So yeah, uh, exactly, <laughs> I, like I a sprint. I do forget that you guys like understand the struggle, probably to a greater extent, of having that you know spread out campus uh type of experience so you know yeah yeah having to deal with traffic and cars and buses and all that current crap and then well and yeah it's not even it's not like a self-contained campus either there's all kinds of other traffic going on there's the woodruff park with all the homeless mm-hmm. folks and chess players and business people and all that stuff. like it's not just yeah. georgia state it's we're all like intermingling mm-hmm downtown man there's a hospital right. next door that has ambulances right. that drive through oh uh, yeah we don't yeah. do that no more I'll, uh, I used to I'll go to McDonald's, but yeah, I'll tell y'all uh, a funny story. Um, happened like a week or two ago. I'm at a uh, 
at a concert at the masquerade right which is i mean practically on campus right yeah and uh, i'm going with my i'm going with my buddy and his girlfriend and they're both from North Carolina and she's telling me like, Oh, I've seen it all. I'm from Winston Salem. I'm like, <laughs> you have not seen it all. Welcome to Atlanta. And she, uh, she got a little scared walking through downtown. So uh, it's, it's stay, stay, stay on the beaten path and you're good to go. So it's not too bad, especially concerts and stuff like that. Stay with the crowds. No problem. Yeah. No problem. Sure. So, I, I've not been to masquerade since they opened up down there. Not that I, I either. I've only, I've only done the old one. Not, yeah. not it was a long time ago for that. So, are you gonna be at the game? We'll see you at the game on uh on Saturday. I will. I will be at the media table. If you spot my hair, just say hi. So right. I'll be walking we'll right up on the concourse too. So yeah, all right, man. Excellent, excellent. Well, we look forward to seeing you there, man. Uh, and uh, outside this game, good luck to the rest of the season. So um, thanks for joining. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Cheers, man. Yep. Yep. Thanks, guys. That's it for us this week. Thank you for listening. Please follow us on Twitter at State of Atlanta or on Facebook at facebook.com/slash State of Atlanta. And if you enjoy what you're listening to, please rate and review us on your podcast app. Thank you very much, and go Panthers.